This is a Rooster Teeth production. This is episode 13, and uh, you guys can take it away. Is that a, is that a bad omen? That it's, do you believe in bad, num- bad, like, bad luck numbers or superstitions or anything like that? Yeah, man. You do? Yeah, sure. So is this episode cursed? No. I feel like you're a guy who has 13 tattooed on him somewhere. I'll be honest with you, Eric. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm trying to go through all my tattoos in my head right now. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think so, but maybe it's possible. It just, I mean, I, it just feels like it's probably like on a tombstone and there's like a crow. Yeah. He, he was you know a, what I mean? He, he was a big fan of the cel-shaded first-person shooter 13, yeah, 13. from, uh, was from the year two, 2001. Yeah, you just seem like a guy who like didn't listen to Social Distortion, but the aesthetic really stuck with you for a minute. I didn't like their rockabilly shit, but I like their first album. There you go. You know? There you go. Yeah, it tracks. <laughs> I like like Adam Bomb and all that stuff. Uh, I, th- I think that shit's not 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 social distortion. I think that superstition shit is is all stupid. Like you get in an elevator and there's no number thirteen. Like there's what does it matter? There's still a thirteenth floor. It's, it's just, fun. It's just no. It's it, not. It, adds it is flavor. Not. It no. adds flavor to life. It, no. It makes things just a little bit more interesting. No, yes, it, it doesn't. Does. It, makes it, does. things, it, it makes things confusing. There's, That's fine. There's Confusion no, is fun. I'd rather no, be a little confused once in a while. There's no reason a number should be scary. A number does not dictate your life. Ooh, the number one and the number three is right behind it. It's going to get you. No. <laughs> I'm, I think there's a lot of really somber ways a number could be scary. <laughs> and, and appropriately so. All right, bring us down. Uh, stage four, cancer. <laughs> The four is a much scarier number than two. I thought I didn't. Th- I thought he meant where we're like, like where we work. Yeah, like I, <laughs> me too. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, also, I'm like, what are we getting? <laughs> also, also, it's the cancer that's scary, not the number. No, the number denotes how how serious the cancer is. Uh, no, uh, I'm, well, agree to disagree, I guess. <laughs> we went to Dear Diary Coffee today, which uh, there really wasn't a place to record. So we around the we went around the corner. What's this Chestnut Pocket Park? Yeah, yeah, Chestnut Park. Uh, there, when we pulled up, I was really excited because there were like a bunch of city employees like cutting the grass and with like leaf blowers and stuff. I thought we were gonna get some great audio texture, but right as we started recording, they left. However, there's a beautiful fountain there is, right next there to us that hopefully it gets like a little babbling brook, or hopefully you can hear it. I don't even know if it'll pick up on the audio. Let me. Uh, we got it. Oh, you yeah, got we it? definitely <laughs> got it. You got some room tone. Yeah. Thanks, Dennis. Uh, let me ask you a question. All right. How many times have you driven by this park? Oh, I don't know. Hundreds? Hundreds of, of yeah. times. Minimum. Yeah. This is the first time you've ever stepped yeah, foot in it? It's my first time I've ever stepped foot in it. Oh, really? It's, I had a feeling. It's, it's tiny. Yeah. It's it's not very big at all. It, have you been here before? You have like no. a. Okay, no, you're kind of like an uppity way here. you said that. No, 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 no. I don't. I was thinking it for the same reason. Like, I don't think. I mean, unless I was going to throw a kid's birthday party outside, I don't know what else this would be good for. Yeah, there's a. There's like a plaque over there. I guess it's park is dedicated to someone. Probably. I don't know. I mean, there's like a bunch of playscapes. I've n- yeah, never been here. Um, one of many pocket parks. I, guess. I used to live kind of close. I'm, I'm hesitant to say because I don't want to like right. you know, out. Uh, out where I lived or any of these stories were. But I lived by like a little pocket park for a while. And uh, the neighbors were always so proud of it. Are you talking about that long, skinny park? Yeah. Park, park? That was well, you and I lived in a similar, well, yeah. in the same neighborhood. Uh, that was the sorriest excuse for a fucking park it was I awful. have ever seen. Everyone in my was always life. so proud of it, and it was like it, it's 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 like someone's half of someone's front yard. It would be Eric, like as if you mowed a sixty foot length of the side of the interstate next to a bunch of pine trees, right? And then uh, you met, you mowed it three mowers wide, sixty feet long, and then called it a park. Why? Why? Would, yeah. Why did they do that? Because they loved it. Because it was awesome. It was the best park in Austin. It, it was so stupid, dude. I don't know. It sucked. It was, it was terrible. 
Uh, real quick, uh, let me just get this out of the way. Good morning, Gus. Oh, I thought, we're, I thought we were going to pass Good morning, it. Good morning, Eric. And uh, we owe the audience something real fast, so we'll, we'll just hammer this out. Monkey Nest, 1 to 10. <sighs> uh, the coffee was fine, but I have to give it a 10 out of 10 for the guy who did not heat up a sandwich or whatever you ordered. Yeah, the guy... Uh, so co- We didn't co- talk about it the co- whole time. Coffee was a 7. Uh, the experience of ordering uh, a taco from a guy, a breakfast taco from a guy, who then told me he was going to heat it up, and then told me he didn't heat it up, but that he may have heated it up, but that don't blame him if he didn't don't. heat it up, because it's already been a really bad day, And then he said, in an endearing laugh. way. He's and then like, he said, don't, don't laugh at me. Laugh. What? In a really <laughs> endearing way. This is the episode when it was just me and Jeff, and yeah. we went to Monkey Nest. It's probably truly good that you did not come with us to Monkey Nest. I think you would have been. I like, would have lost it. Yeah. This, this sounds. Uh, oh, this sounds awful. I think. I think you would have just been like, well, "I'm fucking done with this place," and you already were. So. <laughs> but it was a sweet guy having yes. a rough day. I, I had he, a good time. It, I got the coldest, most frozen <laughs> breakfast taco of my life, and I didn't care. What it was, was in it? Awesome. Uh, it was just like bacon egg. No, it was sausage egg and cheese. Wasn't mm. it called like Monkey Insanity or some shit? Like it, <laughs> it had like name, it yeah. was. Just you don't like, need to name it. No, anything it, like no, that. No, it was like sausage. You don't need to name it, just, it anything. You just, no. need to, you just need to name it 45 seconds in the microwave. <laughs> yeah, right, which he did not do. Uh, okay, and then uh, Genuine Joe. Oh, yeah, that's like that That was like the most middle of the road. I thought it was fine, yeah. like coffee. I would say eight, like, like whatever. Seven. Yeah, yeah very, right. very. It's, I'm going to eat it. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to eat it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, today, do you want to rate your diary while we're here? Yeah, uh, why not? We're doing we're doing a little coffee rating. Well, we got cats on ours. Right? I got no cat sticker on mine. It's got, like, yeah, a, I have a little gray sticker. and white kitty. They're, they're going to lose points for that. Oh, it's a 24-hour oh, comics challenge? Hang on, we... That's a good one. Ooh, that's a good... That's a good pick. That's artistic. No kidding. <laughs> I, you know, I tell you what. Do I don't want Eric Gus to hate Dear Diary uh-huh. unnecessarily. Uh-huh. They didn't put the stickers on. Eric put the stickers on. It's true. Only the inside people got stickers. We found, oh. we found cat stickers when we were grabbing our coffee, and then... I took one, and then Jeff took one. I went, this is good, because then Gus won't get one, and it's going to be a thing. So yeah. it is a racist thing, like, <laughs> I, su- like I suspected. Um, it's fine. Uh, I think it has a very familiar taste to it, uh-huh. and I can't place it. I feel like they use the same beans or a very similar coffee somewhere else. It's just reminiscent of coffee I've had somewhere else. Okay. Maybe even while we were recording the show. What is it? Is it Stinson's? Maybe it Maybe. might. It might be Maybe. the same coffee they use at Stinson's. It's I. It seems like they roast. They had their own roasts. Oh, did they? At oh, yeah, at did. Dear Diary. Because you're right. It just, it, 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 the, the coffee's familiar. Yeah, because uh, Jeff made fun of me because I got excited. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's again. It's fine. Um, maybe Genuine Joe was better. It's 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 on par with Genuine Joe, right around there. Okay. Seven, six, seven, somewhere around there. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a fine cup of coffee. You know, I don't think it's anything to write home about. But I'm. Ex- I would try their other beans to see how they are. Uh, I'm gonna give the coffee a seven. I would give. I'm gonna give the pajamas a ten. What pajamas? Mm-hmm. They sell. They sell kitty cat pajamas. Are, yes, they, they, are, they, are they the cat's pajamas? They, they well, are. they're cat pajamas, but they do not. They are not for cats. Yeah, oh. they're, they're pretty people. adorable. They have T-shirts and stuff yeah. too. Yeah, it's yeah. A very. It's a very well merchandised yeah, just place. Just a little peek, peek behind the curtain. Uh, Jeff and Eric were inside ordering, and I sent uh, the place where we were going to record, and the outside of uh, mm-hmm. Dear Diary was closed. So I walked outside to kind of try to scout ahead and find a place to record. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I picked this spot. I picked Dear Diary because it's a part of town we hadn't really been in, but it's closer to downtown. It's on Chacon. Yeah. Um, and what, 12th? Like right around there? I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the park we're at is Chestnut and 16th, right. but it's, it's, it's close so enough. It's an area that I feel like is familiar to you guys, but 
it's a new. It feels like it's a new coffee shop. Like it, that's a place that like just opened in some new building. Well, yeah, that building. Uh, that building was not there and two, three years ago. Why we're, I wanted to bring you guys here. We're really close to my friend's house where his neighbor sold drugs off his front porch. I yeah. pointed it out as we as we drove by. We told that story here uh, on this podcast a couple episodes ago. What was the place that was a, where? So Rio Rita is the new iteration of Rio Rita is right down the road. It's up over that way, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if it's still open. I think it might have actually closed <laughs> down again. I'm I'm not honestly. It was like I know like Randall, the dude that owned it. He he moved to Mexico and started a business down there and got out of Austin. Sold like his Did thirty he call bars. It Rita River. He might have. Uh, and then uh, so then uh, <clears throat> I think Maggie, the lady that owned. Uh, uh, oh, what's that place? Maggie Mays. No, the place on East Sixth. Um, Maggie Mace. I can't think of it. And it moved. It moved to the other. Fuck. This is going to be unlistenable. Uh, anyway, a lady that you don't know uh, bought Rita, and then I think it went under again. I'm not sure if it's back up or not. But uh, Jeff's processing. His mouth is. Slightly I'm not agape. just wondering if you. you I forgot what I was going to say. One time I was driving down Chacon over here, close to where uh, Dear Diary is. I was driving southbound on Chacon, uh, pulling up to the light there at 12th, and I looked over to my right, and there was a bar there. I think it's where, it might be where Dear Diary is now, somewhere right around there, uh, maybe in a building that doesn't exist anymore. I looked over to my right, and there was a bar, and there were people, it was, it was evening, I think the sun had just set, and uh, they were, the, the bar was filled with people who were all sitting around drinking, but there were no lights on inside the bar. It was like pitch black inside the building, but I could kind of still see that there were people in there sitting down drinking. Yeah. And it was like, what is this place? <laughs> they, uh, don't, they don't even have lights. I want to point out that uh, Jeff is in uh, podcast mode where he's looking something up, not listening to a word that you're saying, but I, but he can hear the cadence where he'll politely right. make a noise where he goes, that's my cue, I, I, and then keep going. I, I, I knew he was in that mode. That's so, why I told this story. Yep. Oh, so I, no, like, I had to, un- un- to unfuck my brain because I got lost in the, the trying to figure out. I got lost in bar names. I got you. Uh, I was listening to you. It's the place that uh, you drove by. Everybody was drinking, but the lights were out. It was yeah. creepy. <laughs> it's weird. That reminds me of a lot of what E6 was like in, in East Cesar Chavez like yeah. in the early mid-90s. Uh, I was going to say that... Uh, we're very close to across from where Rio Rita is now was next to directly across the street from that place was uh, a bar called the Fresh Up Club. Oh, and you remember yeah. that sign was there yeah, forever? Yeah, yeah. I think it's finally gone. Is it gone now? Well, they, I think they turned it into a, a condo and the sign is a part of the new condo now. Cool. But uh, that was like that, an that, iconic. That's, that's New Austin. New Austin, yeah, right? That was an iconic sign for many, many, many years. And that Fresh Up Club uh, was always. Always popping off when I would drive by it before they bulldoze it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I there was a there was a story that we've kind of alluded to a couple of times in this podcast that we never really circled back on, and I always kind of wanted to follow up on it. Okay, it was uh, the time someone tried to rob the call center in the middle of the night. What? Yeah. So you know, going back to the call center, which we covered in an earlier episode, but we could do probably. Four we could or do, five episodes just on the call I think center. we could do a whole podcast on that call probably center. Probably could, yeah. But I think that's mostly what this podcast probably is. <laughs> there was, a, though, speaking of which, we had a, 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 an Anma animated adventure about Jeff Destroys Bowling. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. We got yeah. Anma-mated. Uh, that's fun. <laughs> um, but uh, so it was a 24-hour call center. Uh, however, the calls really dropped off, you know, overnight. So midnight shift was one, maybe two people. Uh, Cheer up, Charlie's. No, okay, cheer up, Charles. There you go. Thanks. You remembered. That was the bar. Sorry. Um, awesome. They uh, so this so since 
this particular night where we're telling the story, there was only one person working. And it was like, I believe it was the 12 a.m. to 7 a.m. shift, if I'm remembering right. Yeah. yeah. Or 11 to 7, something like that. Anyway, the way it worked was there was a, to get into the building, there was like a door with a little keypad. And you would punch in your <laughs> employee ID to get in. And uh, do you still remember your employee ID from back then, Jeff? No. I do. It's my ATM pin. Is it really? Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah, and I can say that because no, to <laughs> this gonna day, fucking remember. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my AT, my employee right. number from back then. Anyway, you punch in your employee number, the door would open, you go in, and you know work or whatever. And uh, one, we we showed up to work one morning, and the dude who was working the midnight shift told us that someone had tried to rob the place while he was there by himself <laughs> overnight. And we were like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, you know, I was working. Then I thought I heard someone in the break room, and I came out, and there were like two guys." Unplugging a bunch of computers what? and monitors and trying to walk out with them, so I yelled at them and they took off. Do you remember that dude? Do you remember who it was? Yeah, I do. We can say his well, name, right? You're, you're, Carmelo you're, was his first name. Okay, yeah, there you go. <laughs> he was we'll, a nice we'll, guy. We'll say with the first name. Really nice guy. Really liked him. And uh, we we're like, "What the hell? That's really weird. How did they get in here?" So we looked through the logs of who logged in. It's like, oh. Someone put their employee number in <laughs> to come in and rob the place. Someone that we just hired like a week ago <laughs> showed up to and then, rob the place. What? So then yeah. we confronted them and they were like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out it wasn't actually that employee. You know, we looked at the, the surveillance, but we figured out it was that employee's friend who he had told the number to so they could show up and rob the place. And that friend... Uh, is in prison now. Uh, uh, might be out. Probably not, though. <laughs> um, so, questionable. I, I don't know how much detail we want to get into him. Some of the... We heard and found out some of the weirdest, strangest stories about that person and the crimes that they would commit around Austin. Like, just brazen, uh, awful, awful crimes. Oh, my God. And I'm hesitant to say too much, because uh, if he's out of prison, I don't want him to come after me. <laughs> no, I, he was a, he, <laughs> I'm going to preface this by saying, he was a pretty genuinely sweet guy. <laughs> but just... But the things I heard about him... Yeah, just in, 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 did terrible stuff. In meeting him and interacting I, with I him. I don't think he ever had fine. any animo like animosity. No. Just did dumb, dumb shit. And just, just was one of those people that, like thought they could get away with anything, so they yep, did, yep. and then all at once, it caught up. Oh, that's... Oh. Like, a lifetime of getting away with stuff, I suspect, or getting into trouble, but being able to get out of it through charisma, yeah. or whatever, or being clever, and then finally one day, you just, you pushed it too hard, too far. That's crazy. Yeah. And, th and that day was when they tried to steal the Dreamcast games. <laughs> <laughs> No, they they got away they got away with that and admitted to us years later. Yeah, uh, they're like, oh, it was totally me and my buddy. <laughs> and like, yeah, we saw we had the surveillance. We knew camera. it was, and they were like, oh, I didn't think about surveillance camera. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's just the, that level of ballsiness and brazenness to just go in like you're putting in a unique identifier. It's not like this is a general number that everyone shares to get into this building. It was just That's so funny. absolutely nuts to me. Um, Anyway, I just wanted to circle back on that because it always it, that's always such a strange story to me, and I, I feel like a couple of people have asked about it. Yeah, uh, uh, since we've been doing this podcast, but you and I are no. I mean, I look back on some of the things that we've done and some of the experiences we've had in Austin over the years. Not like we've been perfect angels the entire time, and I think back about some of the things we've done, and it's like these are things I would never do now. Of course, and not. things that, despite secret guns and despite like owning everything that you know you do, things that were genuinely bad that. People should not do. Right. Um, yeah. Like I think about the time that we got involved with Klepto Club. Yeah, I don't. 
I don't recommend anyone follow any anything I did from my childhood into my mid thirties. Yeah, and I don't know that I don't, that we need to talk about it. You want to talk about it? Okay, <laughs> we, we don't have to talk about it. Just uh, yeah, you can draw the. The can, world you, has you, changed so much. You can <laughs> so you can, fast. You can fill in the details in your mind. That's probably better than what actually happened. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's it's funny. I think back to when you know there was a big hubbub in the early to mid nineties when um was it Charles Barkley said that thing about I'm not a role model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like he got like ripped apart. He did. In the he media did. for that. But I get it. It's like maybe you know you're in his case play, he was playing basketball. In our case, you know we were doing nothing we were fucking losers in our 20s <laughs> we're, we were just bored we're, kids we're just looking bored. to have fun yeah trying to with trying no to malicious fun. intent yeah oh, that sounds very familiar does it <laughs> is that what you just said about the other guy no okay maybe is it <laughs> yes maybe be wild playback here on this on this one. episode this is <laughs> jeff's not all here man um i've had a long couple weeks <laughs> I hear. Just uh, sit back, enjoy the ride. Here for here for a little bit of podcasting. <laughs> we, um, you know, we we talked a couple weeks ago about how during lunch when we worked at the call center. During lunch, we would go down to the airport sometimes and eat like Salt Lake or whatever. Yeah. You know, before nine eleven, and that made me think about something else we used to do sometimes during our lunch uh, back when we worked at that call center. Uh, it was relatively new back then, but that blazer tag place had opened up down in South Austin. Yeah, off of Ben White, like just west of Thirty Five, and sometimes instead of eating lunch, we w- during the summer we would go over to Blazer Tag and just play Laser Tag for like thirty or forty minutes and just like beat the shit out of middle schoolers at they Laser would, Tag, dude, and then go back to work. Dude, they had monthly rankings. They had like a monthly leaderboard, and we would try so hard. And there was like a thousand people on it, and we were we wanted to be in the top. And I don't think we ever cracked think, top 50. We didn't go consistent enough was our problem. There were some good-ass laser taggers out there, too. Uh, but it was, it was we had, like, strategies. We had, like, yeah. code names for each of the different locations. And, like, we got really, really into laser tag for a while. We, probably, went, we probably went four or five days a week for, like, what? two or three months before we got burned out on it. Yeah. yeah. Do we ever yeah. take anyone else with us? I can't remember if we took anyone else or so. if it was just you and me the I whole time. I think it was just you and I. It was just the two of you rolling up four or five days a week. To play laser tag? Yeah. Were there enough people to warrant that? That's why we'd have to go in the summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The kids weren't in school. <laughs> you couldn't do it during, <laughs> yeah. during the school year. It was seasonal, man. September, October <laughs> rolls around. You go, well, so much for that pack it in. Yeah. What? Ski lifts closed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know how we would do a blazer tag episode. I don't know. There's really, is there anything really, there might be a, coffee shop or something down around there you know there probably is just radio is over there, there there'd be really if we if we did it in blazer tech we get some really good audio texture oh, got, oh man it would that place be, is so loud it is so loud i've been one time and it was like having a headache for four hours you know what else we used to do around that time frame uh that was i think it predates the laser tag a little bit and it's kind of uh i guess one of the ways we all cemented a friendship with bernie would be uh after work just Walking out into the woods behind T and I and shooting each other with paintball. Wars. <laughs> oh my god! What? <laughs> we wanted to get into paintball, but we were scared it was going to hurt. Yeah, 
So it's like we ha- we got one gun, and then we're like, let's all take turns shooting each other to see how much it hurts, and if it's okay, then we'll get into this. Yeah, and then so for a couple months, we just ran around the woods at T&I, of which there aren't a lot. It's just like the There's, trash trees between warehouses. There might be none now. Yeah, it's probably all gone now. Uh, and uh, just shot each other, and now I can't imagine. I don't think we even had helmets or no, face masks. I don't like, think so, not initially. We're, like we just had a rule like don't shoot each other in the face, which is pretty hard to do with like paintballs are unwieldy. And then we found out about a paintball event in Houston. And so we went for the weekend and uh was it like Houston or Conroe or somewhere on there? It was like northwest of Houston. Okay. You would yeah, I remember you exited on Mangum Road. Mangum Road, that's right. We made a lot of Mangum jokes that weekend. Uh and so we went and it was this like three day paintball event that had like paintball till like three in the morning, and so we got to like no, assault would, bases. It would go like, on all night. Yeah. There was no stop. It was, and it was star. I don't know if you remember this. It was StarCraft themed. Yeah, it so was. So there were three teams, and like depending on what team you were on, you could ha- you could have like different quote unquote abilities and different things you could do. What? Yeah, um, and at one point, I don't know if you remember, they had a tank. Yes. Uh, like like a paintball tank. It was, I believe, it was actually what they call. Uh, I think the the term for it was it was a ferret. Was like the type of vehicle it was. I don't know how you remember that. And uh, yeah, it had like machine gun paintball turrets on the top of it. And it was like, if you saw it, you was like, oh, you had to run and hide because I think it was going to fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, it was. And it was like, it was insane to play, like, to st- like run through the woods at like four in the morning and sneak on the bases and stuff. But I'll never forget at one point, I think you, me, and Bernie were out there in the middle of the night, like, on our bellies, like army crawling through like a bunch of brush, yeah, and it was pitch black. It was like you said, it must have been three or four in the morning. You're not really in Houston. You're out. You're out in the woods, and like sitting like in the field next to someone, you could barely see them next to you. And I remember all three of us kind of turned to each other, like, "Hey, it's really dark. Do you think they can see us?" And right at that moment, someone on the other team fired a flare oh, up yeah. into the sky, <laughs> what? and then it was like. I can see everything. They can see us. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> we got lit we up. To, like, start running like crazy. I'll never forget like turning and looking at you guys and like that yeah. uh, uh, flashing red light just reflecting off of everything. You're like, oh my god, we're in for it now. Uh, got and yeah, we got we got lit up. It was a ton of fun, and then we uh, we stuck around just a little bit too long at the end, and I got to see. Like an award ceremony, and a dude cried, oh, yeah. and there was a. I just got too much of the camaraderie of wow. the people that were playing paintball, yeah. and I it killed. Like I don't know how else to say it, other than I was just like, oh, it's not my scene. Yeah, no, I get it. And uh, and I never went back. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know if y'all did either. After the, that, they had that was it for me. This is uh, the the ferret, by the way. Oh, you, I, Gus looked up. Gus looked up the ferret for us. Um, yeah, so it's a ferret tank. You can Google it yourself. It looks like curious. something from StarCraft. I mean, if that helps. Um, uh, but uh, so you never went back, but uh, I went back a couple of times. It was I always thought it was a lot of fun. To the paintball event? Yeah. You went back to the paintball event? Yeah. In fact, I don't know if you remember. Maybe you were done with it by this point, Jeff. But um, at least Bernie and I went back, and we went with. Uh, our friend who worked at Bungie at the time, he like oh. flew. Yeah, he probably beeped. Oh, beeped the sorry. name. Yeah, uh, <laughs> got it. We went with our, our friend who worked uh, at Bungie at the time. He like flew down and went to like one of those events with us uh, down there in Houston. Yeah, I had a vague memory that you guys continued doing it for a while, but I was, uh, yeah, that was done. Done from I was done. Uh, but yeah, I, I loved that kind of stuff. In fact, one I don't know if you remember this. Also, someone had uh, like 
automated paintball turrets that had motion sensors attached to them. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's like they set them up all around their base, so it's like you had to have mm-hmm. distractions to distract the motion sensors. That way, the gun would look, or the turret would look in one direction, and you could, like, advance from the other. It was it was a whole deal. Like, people were, like, spent a lot of money and a lot of time making shit for this event, and yeah, they were they really into it. Took it very seriously, too. Meanwhile, we showed up with, like, the cheapest guns, we, the, the cheapest like markers sp- we could buy at Academy. Spiders or whatever, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never smoked, but I know people who do. I have friends who uh, smoke, and it's always kind of a bummer when they've got to excuse themselves. They go outside to smoke for a bit, come back. Maybe they uh, they smell a bit of that smoke. Not not the best thing uh, in the world, but maybe uh, it would be a good idea to introduce them to Fume. Fume is a natural inhaler designed for a better, safer, natural way to quit cigarettes. It's a no-smoke, no-vape, no-nicotine replacement for the hand-to-mouth habit of smoking. Fume handcrafts wooden inhalers and uses cores infused with plant oils studied to curb cravings. They have flavors like peppermint and conquer with minty notes to simulate menthol cigarettes and other flavors like cozy chai and lemonberry bliss for sweeter experience. All of their flavors are 100% natural, no harmful chemicals, no artificial flavors, absolutely no nicotine. Quitting's tough, but Fume can really help. They've got thousands of five-star reviews from smokers who have tried everything else and this worked for them. So whether you're a smoker or an ex-smoker who still struggles with cravings, or maybe you know someone who does smoke, Fume is the perfect tool uh, for you. Head over to breathefume.com slash anima. Use promo code anima. Save 10% off your entire order. That's 10% off your entire order when you head to B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M dot com slash anima. Use code anima. You know how to spell that, A-N-M-A. And we all know what that stands for. I was thinking, uh, I was thinking the other day about... A lot of the stories and stuff that we've told have been about basically since we met in Austin. Yeah. But I had this, uh, I kind of fell in love with Austin. I mean, I talked about, it, I think, briefly that I, from watching a Richard Linkletter movie, but uh, I first moved to Austin when I was joining the Army and I was stationed at uh, Fort, uh, Fort Hood, just north of here in Colleen. And I was trying to remember if I could remember the day, like my first experience with Austin. And I remembered the first time I ever came to Austin. And it's, I didn't realize it until last night when I was thinking about it, but it's kind of a crazy story. Mm-hmm. I got, I was, uh, I joined the army to be a journalist and I went to basic training in South Carolina. And then I went to a journalism school in Indiana that is no longer there. It was called Fort Benjamin Harrison. Uh, and then after that, I was stationed to uh, Fort Hood, which is where I asked because of the Richard Linkletter movie. Uh, so then I get to Austin, or rather Fort Hood, and I go through in-processing, and I'm in like temporary housing and stuff, and then I'm done, free. And this is the first time I've been free in like eight months. Oh. Like... How old were you? Uh, I was 18, almost 19. Yeah, yeah I was 18. And so, like, there was no drill sergeant, no instructor, nobody. When you, when you say free, you mean like... You can live your downtime I mean, like, life. I mean, like, I got on a bus, or uh, and they dropped me off at Fort Hood, and then I went in, and I in-processed, and I put my stuff. I signed a bunch of paperwork, and they said, this is your bunk for the next week until we figure out what to do with you, and they put me there, and then they said, okay, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Oh, and oh, I was okay. just like, I don't know what to do with freedom. Like, I hadn't had that <laughs> at all, you know? People had been telling me what to do 24 hours a day. And so I was just, I, I was in civilian clothes. I was just like some idiot punk rocker kid, right? And uh, probably like a black flag T-shirt on or something. And I walk outside, and it's uh, I'm hit with Fort Hood and the desert of it all, and uh, or the scrub brush of it all, and just fucking army dudes everywhere. 
uh, and th- that was already a difficult thing with me. The army, I was wasn't very army guy, but I was in the army, you know. And so I just start walking down the street, and I'm walking down the median between the streets, just looking for a like Burger King or something. Mm-hmm. And I hear the sound of a skateboard, and I turn around, and some punk rock kid skates up to me, and he goes, "Hey, man, what's up?" And I go, "Not much. What's up with you?" And he goes, "I'm Jason." And I go, "Oh, cool. I'm Jeff." And he goes, "Hey, did you hear Kurt Cobain died?" And I go, "What?" And he goes, "Yeah, he died today." And I was like, "Are, Are you serious? serious? Yeah, what? it was like April so you 5th can, or so." You can pinpoint oh the exact date. Yeah, that's kind of how I remember it. What? So he goes, "Yeah, man, he's dead." And I was like, oh, cool. And he was like, and he goes, you want to go skate with me? And I was like, well, I don't have a board. And he's like, yeah, we'll share mine. And so we went off and we skated. And we're still friends, by the way, to this day. Really? I still text him all the time. Uh, I have a million terrible stories. I had no idea that's how you met him. Yeah, that's how I that's met him. That's nuts. Yeah. What? Uh, he introduced me to my first wife. Wow. Yeah, they were high school and friends. And you're still friends. And we're still, we somehow, we serve, <laughs> our friendship has survived somehow. Uh, anyway. So then he, I hang out with him for a while, and he's just like, he's a loose cannon out of control, but I'm like, this kid's in the army, I'm going to be fine. Because like this kid's, because I, I was worried about like, how am I going to handle being in the army? Yeah. So he was, he was an army guy too? Yeah, he was an army guy oh. too. Okay. He eventually got kicked out. I will say this, but he, he had a lot of chances before they kicked I'm, him out. I'm surprised that never happened to you. Oh, uh, you, you know, I was pretty with it. Yeah, no, no, no. This, uh, army never seemed kind of your scene. Oh. Yeah. Well, uh, so anyway, I hang out with him all day, and then he goes, hey, you want to go to Austin? And I go, yeah, I, I think so. So we go to Austin. So by this point, you'd never been. You just I'd heard never of it been. Like, from the, the I had only movies seen it from Slacker. And we go to Austin, and we go to eat at Starseeds. It's the first place mm-hmm. I ever ate in Austin. Love Starseeds. My favorite restaurants to this day. And, uh, and then he goes, you want to go to a strip club? And I was like, I've never been to a strip club. Can we? Are, are we old enough? And he was like, yeah, you can get in with it if you're 18. And I remember... He took me to a strip club I'd never been before, and they put a bright orange shirts on us to say that we were oh. un- we were young. Okay, and we sat down, and he asked, and then I'll just say this: I was in the strip club for eleven minutes before we got kicked out. Oh my god! God. Which so one, I, my first my first day in Austin was Kurt Cobain's death. Uh, I don't remember which strip club okay. it was. I think it might have been Crazy Lady, but I don't, I'm not uh, positive. Okay. Uh, which is now called Chicas Bonitas. It, it was so long ago, but I don't think it was. I think it was somewhere. It doesn't sit right in my head um, in terms of location. But uh, so anyway, I, I had no experience in them. And so my first experience with Austin was the day that Kurt Cobain died. My first day of freedom in like eight months in the army. And I literally was paralyzed with uh, not knowing what to do because nobody was yelling at me. Wow. Uh, First time, first time at a strip club, and then uh, and then f- got kicked out, like forcibly kicked out very quickly, <laughs> because not because of me, because I was sitting next to my friend Jason, who uh, was giving me a preview of the the next uh, twenty years of friendship. Did uh, did they keep the orange shirts? <laughs> no, I don't remember. Damn. I don't. Re- I think I, I think they I think they may have taken them off. Probably that'd be a good one to have. I would have kept like, the shit yeah, on that shirt yeah. because it would be a good one to wear now and go and be like, I'm underage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He just, the first stripper that walked up to him, she was like, hey, how are you doing? And he goes, are you pregnant? Oh. And she goes, get him. And that was it. We were gone. Oh, my God. And that was it. <laughs> and then I, uh, we, we took a, drove back to Austin, or wow. back to Colleen. And that was my first day in Austin. April 5th, 1994. It was the 5th or the 6th. It was either the uh, day he died or the day after. It was the day I found so out. so funny. Just for reference for people who, Aren't from the area. Uh, Colleen's what, like an hour and a half drive away? Yeah, Two about a about little over 90 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Just uh, like, just like n- north, nor- like pretty northwest. much due north and like a smidge west. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man, 
that's a that's an eventful first time in Austin. I can't. Rem- well, I was born here. I, was, I can't remember the first time I came to Austin. <laughs> yeah, I was amazed I was able to. It just it was it was when I thought about the Kurt Cobain thing that I went like, oh right, this all happened on that day, and I was able to I was able to remember They're, it. My parents have pictures of me like in a stroller at Hancock Center. Uh, like, Are you serious? Yeah, from wow. the from like the late seventies. Uh, yeah, but it looked very different back then. Dude, obviously. we got to get that for the podcast. I, I, I'll see if I can find. It. I think I'm gonna. My mom's gonna visit sometime soon. I'll ask her if, okay. if she can dig it up and, uh, and bring it. You spent a lot of time in Austin when you were out in uh, like the army and everything. Oh yeah, so it was about an hour and a half, and I had a, a little Mazda pickup truck, and so I would get off work. You had to report to PT at seven thirty. And then you were off work at six, so by about six fifteen, I was headed to, <laughs> four, I was headed to Austin, Monday through Sunday. Right. Uh, and then I would just I would go to Starseeds because it was twenty four hours and it was do, cheap. Do you want to do, do you want to sidetrack and tell a, a quick Starseeds story? Oh, do it, please. Yeah. We used to go to Starseeds all the time. Okay. Uh, twenty four hour diner. Mm-hmm. Oh, never mind. I think. They, by the way, if you if you go there and it says Stars Cafe and it doesn't say Star Seeds, I don't care. <laughs> it's always been Star Seeds. Uh, you guys are the reason that I actually went there. Like hearing you guys tell stories about that, I always wanted to go. So yeah. it's like I went. I took my wife, and she just went, "What is this?" Yeah. And I went, "I think I love this place." Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's changed hands. There was a brief period of time where they served Mediterranean food. I if you remember that, yeah, they, uh, was, uh, that part wasn't great. It's gone through a few iterations over the years, but uh, it was always it was a twenty four hour diner. Um, there's a few of them around town. There's also like Kirby Magnolia and Magnolia. And Kirby. I've never really was a, a Kirby or Magnolia person. I always like Star Seeds more. Same. Um, but it was like so it was one of the few twenty four hour places. So like inevitably, when the bars closed, everyone uh, congregated at one of those places and. We would always go to Star Seeds, and I remember one time, I think it was you, me, your ex, your first ex-wife, and someone else. I want to say it was maybe John. We all went to Star Seeds. John. Yeah, you Sorry, ble- 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 bleep that last, last name. name yeah, Jesus. <laughs> we all went to Star Seeds, and uh, we, we should talk about him someday. We should, and we went in to get a table, and we saw Lance in there by himself. <laughs> He was like sitting in that big circular table that was in the corner, and we're like, "Oh, like we don't have to wait. Can we, like can we just sit with him?" I don't know why he was in that table, but like that huge booth by himself. So we went in and sat with him, and he was, he was wasted. Like he was drunk off his ass, and I was pretty drunk too. And for some reason, we got into like a hot sauce eating competition. I don't know if you remember this. And by the end, like it was just me and Lance chugging Tabasco sauce. And I remember waking up the next morning with the worst stomach ache. <laughs> This guy, I wonder whatever happened to Lance. Lance was a really, he was a fun kid. He uh, he worked at the call center with us, and he was, he knew the Simpsons better than any other human being on earth. He had an evil Homer tattoo. He wore, oh, cool. yeah. in the nine, in the mid-90s, he wore silk Simpsons button-up shirts seven days a week. Dude, it it's was all awesome. he owned. He had like every version they ever made, and it was his entire wardrobe. And he played a character in RBB. He did. He was in season one. He's Private Mickey. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's true. He's the one that got beat. This doesn't seem physically possible. Doesn't seem physically possible. Yeah, being the death of his own skull. Anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. That was just a quick. Uh, or was that John? The, the no, no, no. That was uh, that was Lance. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh wait, no, no, no. That, that was John who played that character. But Lance was also in that episode. Yeah. 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 All right. Anyway, I'm sorry. You were talking about coming down, going to Star Seeds. Oh, uh, I, I totally derailed you. That's my. No, fault. no, no. That's fine. And then so I would come down. I would eat at Star Seeds. Uh, Sometimes just like French fries, if that's what I could swing. Uh, it would, they don't pay the soldiers well. And then, uh, and then I would go to Emo's. And then I would just see whoever played. Emo's had bands seven days a week. Yeah. And I would just go. So I went to Emo's 
I say without hyperbole, six days a week wow. for three and a half years. Oh but God. like maybe the best three and a half years mm-hmm. in that in that bar's history. That's like, like 94, 94 to 97. 97? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Like when I first wow. started going. This is back when Emos was on Red River. It was in its, its original Riverside. location on Red River, not on Riverside now, which is where the backspace used to be. Backroom. Backroom, sorry. Uh, backspace is a great pizza place, though. Um, it uh, When I first went, it was, first off, it was 18 and up. And it was uh, it was three dollars to get in if you were eighteen, and it was free if you were twenty one and up. And it was for all bands, and like any band that played, like you never had to pay extra money to go in. Wow! And so uh, the I always thought that was so cool. And so the year I turned twenty one, like I turned twenty one in June, I want to say like in April or May, I think like April, they changed it to an all ages club. Oh, and then just made it five bucks to get in and then three bucks if you were 21, I think. And I was Inflation. like, God damn it. And I, I was like months away from going to free punk shows and then they fucking changed it. And then it just became like, you pay to get in, whatever, uh, eventually. But uh, it was like, yeah, so I, I would I would go like six days a week. So I saw a million shows. The first show I ever went to at Emo's was a, a punk show with a local Austin band and I'll never forget it because it was an all-girl band and they were really, really cool and really good and... I kind of, I like, kind of fell in love with the lead singer immediately, and uh, and then I was in the pit later for this band Unsane, who was a fucking great band, um, and uh, I fell backwards and I grabbed onto something and I just and I just held onto something to steady myself and I turned around and I had just grabbed her full boob. Oh my god! And she just looked at me and I had her boob in my hand and I went like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry! And she just laughed at me and hugged <laughs> me and went on her way. And I was just like trying to catch myself, and it was the most mortifying moment of my life. Uh, but she was very, she was very gent- sweet about it, and uh, and I was hooked uh, on emos at that point. But yeah, so then I would just go like I, I was here constantly. There was a um, Air Force Base, where Bergstrom Air Force Base, which is where the airport is now. You could in the military, you can stay in any military base for ten bucks a night. So I don't know if that's the case now, but there was a little hotel, and so I would go and stay at like the Air Force. Days in or whatever is that what for the, ten bucks a night. The Hilton is now. No, I think it's all. It's all. I think it's that's all, all new construction. Yeah, this was. I don't know if that Hilton is. I thought, oh, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Um, and th- this was not a Hilton. I say it wasn't. It wasn't that big building. Um, anyway, and then so I'd stay out there for ten bucks a night, and then so I could stay in Austin for like, and we would pool, so you could stay in Austin for like three bucks a night if you that's, went with two friends. Yeah, that's great. That's a that's an emo's admission. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> the first time I ever went to emo's was with you. Uh, I'd never been there before. I really, you know, I never was into the punk scene. I grew yeah, up in yeah. a real small town. It wasn't my thing. But I remember it was after you started the call center. It must have been early 99 after you destroyed bowling. Uh, one night you were probably, yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah, you were like, hey, you know, let's all go hang out. Let's all go to Emo's. I was like, I'd never been there. Uh, and I remember, you know, everyone else showed up. I drove, you know, on my own, uh, walked in, and just being like overwhelmed with that place. I remember walking in. I'll, I'll never forget the first thing, seen, the first thing I saw was that. What is that? That giant elephant painting where it's like sticking a dagger through its ear, yeah, or whatever. And yeah. like, what the fuck is this place? <laughs> and then like the montage of Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, we all just like hung out and shot the shit. No, oh, yeah, that place was cool. That was it was it was fun. I, before that, I'd always been kind of a casino person, which is like kind of around the corner, you know, across the street, not too far away. Uh, but so I'd never really made the venture up Red River in that direction. Uh, any like memorable shows from emo stuff where you're just like, well, I can't believe I saw this band for like $3. I mean, 
like too many to say. Yeah. Like every punk band from '94 to '97 played emos. Uh, like if you name a band, I saw a like I don't think they're a very good band. Uh, in retrospect, but they put on a really good show. I saw it, like right when Total Chaos was like very briefly a big oh, deal. Yeah, I saw yeah. them play there with Rancid, mm-hmm. and they were really good. Um, like I, t- I just like like any like Lookout Records band, uh, uh, any Epitaph band. Like I, I don't know, it's hard to say. There were so many fucking bands that came through there. It was like there were bands. I don't know how they did it, but there were there were shows seven nights a week, Crazy. and there were like four nights a week. There were probably touring bands. Well, you know? I, I I felt like. Maybe this is still the case, but it definitely felt like back then you constantly had a rotation. Going back to something we talked about before, like the Chronicle, you would always check and see who was in town. Because yeah. there was always someone. It didn't matter if it was a, a Tuesday or a Wednesday night. There was always someone coming through town yeah. that you could uh, watch play somewhere. I'm probably just so detached from that stuff nowadays. I'm sure it still happens, but it was a lot more in tune with that back then. I saw Blink-182 there before Cheshire Cat came out oh when, they were, when they were still Blink. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Uh... That's one that I, there, there was a band that I really like called Zoinks that uh-huh. I got that you probably never heard of. Nope. There was a really good band called Zoinks that I got to see that was a really good show one That's time. That's cool. I don't, um, I don't know why that stands out of 10,000 fucking bands. Uh, Gus mentioned, mentioned the Austin Chronicle, and I know that was something that you guys had noted that you wanted to talk about. Oh, I was at Whole Foods buying lunch the other day. I thought you did a great job. Yeah. I, just, I just dug it back. I got, I got <laughs> lost. I got no, lost. started in, thinking about Zoinks. Yeah. I got lost in bands for a minute. Um, yeah, I was at I was at Whole Foods the other day, and I got to thinking about how important the Austin Chronicle used to be. And I'm assuming the independent newspaper, weekly newspaper in every major city, is important or was at this point in time in the pre-internet. same way pre-internet. But you know, in Austin, there's this free paper that comes out on Thursday. It's called the Chronicle. It's still there, and it would be where you would go to get all the show listings. So you would see like you would plan out your week. You would get the Chronicle, you'd open up to the music page in the back, and then you would just circle all the bands you wanted to see and then try to figure out how to get the money to go to all those shows or how to get off work or to do whatever. Uh, But they would also have these segments called News of the Weird Mm -hmm. that was kind of like FARC or Reddit before... Uh, or just like funny internet factoid stuff. Yeah, like weird stories. Weird that, stories, you know, happen somewhere that you'd read the, up on. You would read, on, and they were always just like funny, like foibles, and uh, like dumb criminals. Oh, it's all Florida man stuff. All Florida man stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. It's a great way to describe it. Florida man stuff. And then there was this in the back. There was this section called Misconnections, which I assume is in most of these yeah. newspapers around the country. So it's not unique to Austin, but it was great in Austin because it just became a, like a place where people communicated a lot mm-hmm. and it was very funny. And I guess the, the word would be vibey now. Um, it became like a, a pretty hotbed for dating and you would always, you like, you could like publicly watch people like meet and find each other. And, uh, and it was always just weird. And you would always see people you know. Like, I know Becca was always... I would always see Becca in it. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she played sister in RVB. So somebody would always be misconnectioning with Becca somewhere. And I'd be like, that's fucking Becca. I know. <laughs> uh, but when the Whole Foods opened up, it changed everything. The whole, you mean which one? When the, so when Whole Foods... The Whole Foods headquarters was on... Uh, it's where Book People is now. Uh, well, it's where it's REI, REI is, is now. now. REI and Anthropology REI, yeah. are now. It opened up. They they built the building across the street uh, at Six and Lamar, which is the it used to be a car lot, a car lot with like a really steep angle on it. Yeah, and I thought it was like, it was not even a new car lot; it was a used car lot. And I always thought it was like such prime real estate yeah. to have such a weird little dumpy car Do lot. Do you remember? On it. I, I think half the reason that car lot lasted as long as it did is it had that giant concrete wall with the state of the Texas flag painted yep. on it, mm-hmm. and it was just like kind of iconic. 
but yeah, so they built the the new Whole Foods there, and it became like their big flagship Whole Foods. And they hired like a million people, and everybody they hired was like a like the hottest tattooed person in Austin. <laughs> it became very briefly like like I don't know. It, it became like the Tinder for hot people was misconnections, and it was all centered around Whole Foods. Awesome. And to the point where people would be like. Stop asking about people in Whole Foods. You're not going to date the people that the checkout people at Whole Foods. Yeah. They've, they've got a line of people already trying to date them. And it was just like I was thinking about it, it was this like just really funny window in time where you would go on a Thursday just to get the misconnections, wow. just to laugh at all the Whole Foods misconnections. Yeah. You, uh, hunky tattooed uh, checkout guy, made a joke about my this bike is a pipe bomb T-shirt. <laughs> I, it, you know. Uh, they're, 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 so specific. Yeah. Well, they they had to be that way. They knew who you're talking about. It was just always it was just always all of that vein, you know. It's yeah. great. It's um, like we talked about sustainable farming, and <laughs> you told me about a place in Eugene, Oregon, you vacation at. Would love to take you up on that offer. Yeah. Eugene, anyone? And you're just like fucking hell. Can I can I pick out a scab? Yeah. Am I, am I allowed to to make Jeff a little angry here? Oh, absolutely. One of the things I was happiest about but i still feel simultaneously very bad about was when i got to be on the cover of the chronicle <laughs> and jeff did not was this that photo shoot uh it, i think it was in promotion of Bloodfest. okay i do i have seen that and thought oh that's weird jeff's not in this we uh yeah i don't know the photographer schedule had come out and i want to say it was me bernie matt and barbara it was yeah, like a weird yes, grouping of people with weird props and we did this photo and then like Immediately after we're done, was it someone texted Jeff? I think it was Bernie. Maybe texted Jeff and was like, "Hey, we just did, we just did a photo shoot for the cover of the Chronicle." It was it was not quite it did, that didn't quite go down that way. What happened was what had happened was, uh, and yes, I thanks for picking up this scab. I still am very uh, wounded by this. <laughs> Seventeen years ago. Um, <laughs> This was, was like seven years seven ago. Seven or eight years ago, maybe. <laughs> seven, six, seven years ago. I was in New York for uh, YouTube's like creator oh, that's right. thing, like whatever that is, where they like... Creator Summit? Creator Summit. We were in Brooklyn at fucking a bowling alley or some dumb We're shit. hanging out with Cardi B. She was there. Yeah, yeah Cardi yeah. B was there. This fucking little, that weird. was wild. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was really weird. Uh, she gave a speech, and she just talked about how the government's trying to take your money. Uh, At least she knows for 15 minutes. <laughs> it was probably the most insightful speech I heard all weekend. Uh, and uh, anyway, so I was at this creator con thing, and uh, I get a, f a text from Sophie in marketing, and she goes, "Hey, uh, we're doing a the Chronicles doing a cover story on us. Uh, wanted to let you know. Um, would really like you to be involved. We're going to do a photo shoot and stuff for the cover." And I said. You have no idea. You have no idea how much this means to me. Right. I was like, are you fucking kidding? This is amazing. She's like, what? And I was like, no, you don't get it. Like, I've lived in Austin. I've been in love with the city since 1994. I've been reading this magazine, since this newspaper since 1994. You'd been like, in it before. I'd been in it before. But, uh, but never on, on the, the cover, cover. Right. right? To get the cover of the Chronicle. I think my ex-wife got the cover of the Chronicle, actually. <laughs> really? Now that I think about it. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. She yeah. Did, yeah. Awesome. And uh, so it's like to get to get the cover, uh, and deservedly so, by the way. Yeah. But And to get the cover would be like such a local coup, you know? Like what a bucket list thing. And I was like... You know, listen, I bet we've been on the cover of the Wall Street Journal. We've been on the New York Times. We've been... Well, some of us were in the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> that, 
I say we, I was talking about me and Bernie. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, but all that honestly, like, doesn't mean as much as this. Mm -hmm. This little, I was just talking about how much, how important it was to our weekly routine. Right. You know, it'd be like, it, how you planned your weekend, what fucking shows you were going to go to, where you were going to, who had drink specials, whatever. And so I was like, this is fucking great. Uh, where do I need to be? When do I need to be? And she goes, uh, the photo shoot's in an hour. Oh, <laughs> the highest highs to the lowest lows. And I said, well, that's not going to work for me. I'm in Brooklyn. And she's like, when do you get back? And I go, I'm here for three more days. And she goes, well, that's not going to work. And I go, I'll tell you what, I'll fly back. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't give a shit about this YouTube creator summit. I will fly back to be in this fucking, can you, like, can you push it? She goes, let me see. And this is how she goes, let me see. She goes, let me see. No. <laughs> like, and I go, okay, well, that was a really fast no. Uh, and I was like, because I can get on a plane today. I can be home by 11 o'clock tonight. Can right. we push the photo shoot till tomorrow morning? She's like, let me see. No. And so I was like, uh, are you fucking kidding me? Oh. And I'm like, when did you find out about this? Mm -hmm. And she's like, I don't know, a couple days ago. And I was like, I just want to die. Oh. And uh, and so I, I and then they took a photo of you guys uh, with giant foam yep. weapons, weapons that yeah. made no sense, and I felt a little better. But <laughs> it's a weird photo in the it's grand scheme photo. of things. Yeah, it's it's an it's a I think for me the only opportunity I will have to get on the Chronicle uh, in my lifetime, unless I start another business or have some other success. I believe in you. Of you can do it. I'll, I'll help yeah, you, buddy. I'm not yeah, looking, we can try. I mean, what do you want to do? Not looking to do that. Oh, okay. So I think that was it. Doesn't want to be in it I that bad. I think that ship not, right. sailed. So that's a... Uh, I'm going to be on a, the cover. It is a bit yeah. of a, it is yeah. a, bit of a scab. Thanks, man. Yeah, can, I tell, can, can I tell a story? Maybe that'll make you feel a little better then? Yeah. Uh, talking about Emo, that guy just hit that. Just uh, hit that pylon hit that. so fucking hard. Yeah, I, I hope that audio texture came through. <laughs> um, so you're talking about emos, and like we used to spend a lot of time up there on uh, Red River. Yeah. Uh, like emos, red-eyed fly. Uh, Bull McCabe's. Bull McCabe's. We, uh, there was that seven. place across the street from red-eyed fly next to Bull McCabe's. What was that place called? It was right next to Bull McCabe's. Uh, like if you're looking at Bull McCabe's from the street, it was immediately to the left. Uh, Valhalla? It became Red, Valhalla. Red, it was Red, Red Seven. It was Red Seven. Yeah, and then uh, we never went there too much, but it was also Elysium right there, which we did not spend a lot of time in. But I think back specifically to one time. I think it was just you and I alone for some reason. We went over there. I want to say it was to Red Eye Fly, and uh, we saw the most adorable band ever, Cat Scratch. Cat Scratch. It was. It was like <laughs> this band of like high school girls. Uh -huh. It was like all four members. They looked like. They were 15 or 16, and I don't know. They were just like giving it their best, and you know, really into it. I was like, man, that's really adorable. And uh, Jeff made a joke that after they were done performing, like the lead singer's mom was going to come out and serve cake to everyone. <laughs> and uh, I used that as an AOL, uh, as a AOL Instant Messenger handle for a long time. My aim handle was might be cake, might be cake. <laughs> was oh! was because uh, Jeff said, hey, when when Cat Scratch is done playing, there might be cake. <laughs> And I thought it was like, it was so funny. And then two years later, the lead singer died of a heroin overdose. No! I was about to say, I, I think that that band had a moment and then it kind of took a dark turn. Oh, I didn't remember that part. Oh, I, yeah. just, I just remember something. They were like real up and coming. Like yeah. they were, they were really into it. They were good. And uh, yeah, drug overdose. Well, uh, that's, uh, yeah. that's really sad. I, you, I had totally forgotten about that night. You're right. Yeah, that was, that was fun. I thought about it every time I signed into AIM, which I haven't done in 10 I years had, now. By the way, can gone. I tell you, I had no idea that's where you got the mm -hmm. name from. Might be cake. There might be cake. 
It was, wow. a, it was a, uh, the time we saw Cat Scratch at Red Eyed Fly. Cat Scratch. Um, but it's funny, you were talking about all these punk shows you saw at EMOs, which is amazing. And I'm trying to, like, I've never been a big music person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On top of the fact I grew up out in the middle of nowhere, no one ever toured down there. I think, like, uh, you got a bunch of Tejano bands in the town I grew up in. I saw Selena. Yeah. Uh, in fact, if you watch the Selena. Did Sel- you saw Selena? Yeah, That's if, pretty if, cool. if you watch the Selena Netflix show, uh-huh. they mention Eagle Pass. Uh, I, I was I went to that show because there was a riot that broke out. Are you <laughs> and serious? It's and it's in the show on Netflix. Oh, we talked about that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, if you watch that Selena show, they go to her town and there's a riot. And they say they'll ne- they, they keep bringing it up how they'll never go back to that town. That was the town I grew up in and I was at that show. Um, how was the show? It was fine. It was great until the riot broke out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so like when I came to Austin, I never saw... I never really sought out like a lot of bands. I never really sought out a lot of stuff. However, that being said, I did in 1999. I went to Lilith Fair. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Down at South Park Meadows. South Park Meadows now is like a huge shopping complex, but back then it was like a big festival ground. It, it was an outdoor concert. Yeah. I saw a bunch of mediocre bands there. Uh, and I, I went to Lilith Fair with the the girl I was dating at the time, and uh, I remember there was a. Um, there was a bunch of great uh, artists that I was really into at the time, like uh, Erica Badu performed, Natalie Merchant, uh, Bonnie Raitt, Liz Fair, Sarah McLaughlin, of course. And uh, I remember like thinking that this was going to be a cool thing. I was going to go out there with my girlfriend. And it, like, it didn't strike me as an unusual thing to be going to until I got there and I realized there were only two dudes in the entire festival. You are not the demographic yeah. of the fair and man. I knew the other dude that was there. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Uh, it was- well, you probably, uh, probably beep the name. Sorry, Eric. God. But uh, I remember I walked into the festival. I looked out. I was like, it's all women here. Yeah. Hey, it's my friend. And he was sitting on the ground. He looked up at me. <laughs> and he, he had the weirdest, most guilty look on his face. And I was like. He seems like he'd be a little third. Yeah, and I was like, guy. I'm here to have fun, man. This is yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah. Went out there, stayed out there all day. It was it great. like it was, his vibe. It was a great show. Uh, he worked uh, at the call center. He worked at the call center, too. Uh, but yeah, I remember it was such a weird, like, dawning realization walking in and be like, oh, there's. There's no guys here. Yeah, it is weird that you think of South Park Meadows now as the as the place where Gaddy Town is yeah. uh, and and a good Best Buy, but the Best Buy were Adam uh, Ellis' store. Yeah, uh, actually, but yeah, I saw uh, I saw Big Audio Dynamite play there, oh my God. and wow. uh, Holy shit. Uh, the Spin Doctors. The Spin <laughs> Doctors. I saw the Gin Blossoms. Play. Oh, I saw awesome. the, those are the shows I got drugged to by my army friends, yeah. who were like, "Dude, you made me go watch some band." You made me go watch some band called The Queers play for two hours last night. You have to go see the Gin Blossoms play. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Uh, those yeah. probably, probably cost more than three bucks to go see those shows. Yeah. yeah. I feel like um, we're, we're wrapping up. We're getting right on to time. But, Are we? Um, I feel like Lilith Fair could come back now and it would kill. I think so. I bet. I feel like it's been enough time where... It's, it's been like 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's been enough time where it's like Lollapalooza is still around. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel Lollapalooza like Lil- is still like a thing. It's, yeah. it's had a whole resurgence. I, I feel like I completely Lilith agree. Fair could do like a big touring thing like that and it would fucking crush. I feel like it would crush right now. Yeah, especially if they like... They kind of they they highlighted all the the hits from from that era, yep. but also brought in like the like the Sharon Von Ettens yep. and mm-hmm. those kind of people of the world. You feel know, like, feel like you could do that with a lot of like the Phoebe Bridges. Yeah, yeah, you or, do that with a, a lot of like uh, female artists and like female bands and stuff. Yeah. I feel like it would kill. I Absolutely. feel like that you could just make a ton of money. So maybe that's how you can get on the Chronicle if you start a new little affair. Get like uh, Saint uh, what's her name Saint uh, Saint Vincent Saint Vincent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could keep going. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> stop. I was waiting to see if there was another one. Uh, uh, 
Uh, did you have something so do, to do, add? Do we have to wrap up? No, I don't yeah, know. we're I, in I, like 55 minutes, dude. I, mean, I felt like we barely started. <laughs> I like your shirt. Is that a Thanks. black box? This down is a shirt? black box down shirt. It's it? available at store.roosterteeth.com. Oh, uh, um, I was going to say, we should have some Anima merch hopefully pretty soon. Ooh. Oh, I hope because, so. Because the one shirt we wanted to make. We, we can't. can't. <laughs> yeah. So we're making another one, and I'll be honest, I, re- I like it more. Uh, it's a good shirt. I, good I shirt. like the idea of the yeah. other one, but I like that, like, this is a shirt that I'll wear yeah. more often. There's a, I'm not going to get into it right now because we're, we're wrapping up. Uh, I don't know, you you probably know this story, you weren't there, but there's a story I need to tell in the future about the time uh, I went to Elysium with Frank, and we ended up at that Denny's over there at like MLK and 35. You'll, you'll remember the story when I tell it, but it's on my notes here too, but thank you for writing it down. You got it. Uh, Eric, it, it, it's, it's, it's another Frank story. I'm, I'm like, we should get Frank on the podcast uh, at some oh point, yeah, we gotta... but I'm hesitant to like tell more. I feel like we've told so many Frank oh. stories. Maybe I'll save it for when he's on at, okay. some, so, at some point. Uh, that, that reminds me, I ran into Brian Gar the other day and I was like, we got to have you on. Oh yeah. And he was like, just any time. But then I feel like if, I feel like, we should have Jason on first. J- Jason should be the first guest. So we should, should we reach out and try to get Jason on next week? You can. Yeah, I why mean, not? That's cool. Yeah. Not if, he's, yeah. if he's cool with our record time, if not, we can move it. You okay. Know, we, we, we'll figure something out. Yeah, we can, we can I'll be text pretty him flexible. Right okay, cool. Okay. Um, so any guesses on the name this week? Oh, uh, oh man, you, I, that's right. I saw something on social media that pissed me off. Somebody, somebody said a- Listen, I'm going to tell you. I know what he's going to say, and I did it on purpose to piss him off. Yeah, okay, go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Somebody put a fucking episode in Span- like said it in is. Hispanic, in Spanish, <laughs> right? And then Gus was like, "Like uh, now you're thinking, but is it even in English? Am I thinking of the wrong language?" No, it's, that's the only reason you did it, right? Like that was. I it. have not said whether or not it's in English or that's, Spanish, and oh. we have covered before that I do dream in Spanish sometimes. That's true. We do. God damn this it. Sucks. Well, that. Makes it a lot harder for me. Okay. All right. <laughs> I had to go consult. I did that on purpose. I, I knew that I would drive me nuts. Uh, I will say, uh, in the past, I've said some, a, a couple of people have gotten really close. I'd say like 90% of the way there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if that helps you or not, Jeff. Uh, in the past week, someone got like 95% no. of the way there. Like they got even closer. I was like. Oh, that's they almost sunk my battleship right there. How do you no increase five percent on a guess of four letters? There's a there, four letters, four four words. A? Question mark. First okay. of all, okay. Uh, and then there's a bunch of letters in there, so it's just they're getting they're getting closer. They're getting closer. Someone's gonna get it. I I feel it. Uh, so that being said, I'm, I, I kind of set up for uh, for guesses right now. Okay. Uh, the guess that somebody guessed in Spanish was a uh, was it a veces no me acuerdo. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, sometimes, sometimes I don't I, remember. Yeah, sometimes I don't remember. That's good. Yeah. There's a song called The Vasis that I really like. That's uh, how I felt about Cheer Up Charlie's earlier. Is, <laughs> uh, man, I, I'll, try, I'll throw out some of these guesses that people put out on social media. Um, Joseph R. said, another, more, uh, another normal morning in Austin, which I feel like everyone guesses, so I'm mm-hmm. putting it out here on the podcast. Yeah, no, no. That is there there are the some that people guess over and over Yes, uh, that make me want to punch my screen. Yep. Annoying <laughs> modern Austinites. Oh, that's a good one. No. Austin makes Austin. Mm, no. Okay. And then uh, let's see what the last get. Uh, anus my ass. Oh, that's excellent. Mm-hmm. No, that is that is dream logic, too. Yeah. But no. No, okay. that's not it. Well, those are all my guesses. Jeff, those, thoughts? Th- those were my guesses, too. Oh, damn, I, knew, oh, I knew he was yeah. going to say anus was, my ass. I fucking knew it. Yeah. Um, he took my, my guess. Well, you can follow us on social. What if it's both podcast. English and Spanish? <laughs> I did grow up on the border, and we switched between those a lot. <laughs> Think about it. I know Mariposa a key. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. There is no butterfly here? Yeah, that's what that is. Kind right? of. Yeah. But not quite. Yeah. Oh, just I checking. Mean, that in the in the idea of it. Well, because he's wearing a 
kind of a butterfly. A Razor Knights? Oh. A Razor Knights is my friend's band. So. It looks like a and butterfly. A it's, demon got, butterfly. Like a, it's like a Pazuzu kind of situation. Oh, you yeah. Know what I mean, like, I was going to say Mothman, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, that works too. Listen to Red Web. Uh, there you go. Uh, if you want to follow us at Ammo Podcast on Instagram, on Twitter, um, Hopefully, have some new merch coming out soon. Maybe a couple of mugs for your coffee. Oh, you have that'd morning be coffee. Yeah, uh, th- I love the idea that we have for that. Is I can't wait to see who wins. Uh, and uh, shirt, which is very cool. You should pay attention to Slack. Uh, and then you really should pay attention. Yeah, to Slack. I mean, like we have it. Set We've up. talked I mean, about this. Yeah, we we all said like this is cool. I think you even replied and said like I like this. I yeah. don't remember. Um, uh, so that's what we have uh, coming out. And uh, let people know about this podcast. Go, you know, you have your friend uh, from. Uh, 2009 who you're like oh a new episode of RVB like let them know that yeah. this podcast is uh, out and this is a thing so um, just send them a message send them an episode yeah it's not hard to li- oh where should I start the beginning this yeah. is early yeah also you just jump around yeah who cares none yeah. of this is canonical like, I mean they're all canonical but none of them are in order right it, like, and sometimes really we matter. reference back but I mean yeah. who cares yeah, it's who not, cares? It's not it like matter. You're, gonna, you're missing the lore or yeah anything. really yeah. I, I can't find it I'm gonna go I'm gonna go get on that slide before we leave alright here's a message with Tony Tony. Yep. All right. Bye, guys. Jeff, any last words? Goodbye. Brilliant.